0: Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. Now your host,
1: Ace. 215, just, just, just 215. 215, <laughs>
0: <laughs> 215 pounds, 6'3". And speaking of that, we are talking about the AFC North and the NFC North division breakdown. Who's going to win what? We got Ace and Malik. What up? We are starting out with the Cincinnati Bengals who are favorites to win the division at plus 150, followed by the Baltimore Ravens at plus 235, followed by the Cleveland Browns at plus 380, followed by the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 450, who obviously nobody in the book believes in their defense recovering or in their offense getting any better with Deontay Johnson and the second year of Kenny Pickett. Who do you have, Malik, winning the toughest division, I believe, in the AFC,
1: yeah, I think we're both on the same on the same page here with regards to the division. The, the that's probably the hardest to to judge. Um, yeah, I think to me the biggest question the biggest question here is, in my opinion, biggest biggest question in this division is: can Lamar Jackson stay healthy for an entire season? The last time he was healthy for an entire season, we were talking about Lamar Jackson being an MVP. Um, the Baltimore Ravens were a, you know, not just a playoff contender, but a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And, you know, obviously, and this team is built around his um his strengths. Now, since last season, you know, over the course of the offseason, they've added Odell Beckham Jr., um, they drafted um, what was the kid that they drafted? Zay um yeah, Zay Flowers um obviously they re-upped uh Andrews Mark Andrews to keep him mm-hmm. on board they gave Lamar his money and you know that they've always been great on defense regardless of who you know who's been on the on the team they've always had a, a solid defense so i'm leaning baltimore i think that that plus 2 i think that that plus 200 or plus 210 whatever the number is that you just mentioned is plus is enticing enough a oh, plus yeah. 230 to me that's enticing enough to put to, to put some to money i think that's the safest bet for this division um because honestly speaking, if, if to me, if Lamar's healthy, this division is going to be really, really close. And I could see them winning it by a game. Like I could see them, you know, like eking it out from Cincinnati by a game. He wasn't healthy last year and he almost won. Yeah.
0: I mean, they, they if unfortunately, because of what happened in that Buffalo game, Buffalo wins that game against Cincinnati, then they would have won. They still got Dobbins. They got Melvin Gordon in the backfield, who I did not realize was in his, I think, ninth year in the league. They got Justice Hill, so they got four running backs on. They got Dobbins, Edwards, Melvin Gordon, Justice Hill, just in case somebody goes down. I'm expecting Justin. I'm expecting uh, Dobbins to finally get it going. I'm expecting Dobbins to finally get it going, and they'll be able to have a you know three-headed you know three-headed rotation of running backs. They got Lamar Jackson. Uh, Huntley, who was a pretty good feeling. And they got Anthony Brown, who's also formerly a BC Eagle. They got Aguilar. They got Rashad Bateman. That's what it is. They got Rashad Bateman, who they drafted two years ago. They got Odell Beckham Jr. And they got Zay Flowers. And they got Devin Hubernay, who can just return kicks. And as their fourth wide receiver, is a really good addition. And they got Laquan Treadwell. So I really don't see, and they still got Isaiah Likely along with Andrew. I really mm-hmm. don't see too many weaknesses on their offense. Todd Munkin, you know, he can draw up some offense. Coming out of the college ranks, I think he knows what he's doing. David Ojabo is finally going to be healthy all year. He wasn't healthy for them last year. I think that's something that people are trying, are trying of forgetting. They're going to have Ojabo, Owe, Patrick Queen, and a full season of Roquan Smith. And after he joined the defense, it changed everything that they was doing. And I like the fact uh, yeah. he's wearing number zero.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I forgot I even forgot about Roquan, right? Adding Ro, you know, adding Ro, them adding Roquan last year completely changed the complexion of this defense um overnight. And now he's got his money too, right? So on top yeah. of that, now he's now he's paid. So he's he's definitely gonna be motivated to, you know, to make to make 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 people remember why he was uh you know a, a high pick by the Bears in was it 20, 2019, 2020? twenty twenty? Twenty eighteen. He was drafted by you guys? Twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, first-round pick out of uh, Georgia right before they started getting great. He was on that uh, team that went, I think, to the Sugar Bowl. He was one of the mm-hmm. teams that didn't go to the uh, college football playoff. Or I think they may have qualified, but they didn't win a game. I think they ended up losing to that year. But that is a whole other show. Also, AAC North, I do not think that Pittsburgh is going to finish last. There's no uh, belief in my mind that Pittsburgh is finishing behind Cleveland. I don't know. I know you can pick exactly where they're going to finish, but to put Pittsburgh second or even possibly third because Joe Burrow's already hurt, and if I don't know if Burrow's going to be able to finish the season because he has a lower leg injury, and I don't know how serious it is. I do find it interesting. That nobody's really talking about that right now. But if Burrow well, doesn't finish the season,
1: Pittsburgh's finishing second in the division. Well, because I think I think the reason why nobody's talking about it is because the expectation is that he's going to play. Um, and that that the injury that he suffered, which I think was a quad, either it was a quad or a, I think it was a quad, um, a strained quad or something like that. That you know he just kind of pulled up on it. He wasn't really hurt, but <laughs> why? You know, give, give him the give him the rest. Let him let him play. He probably would have played through it if it was a regular season game. He probably would have just played through it and and gotten treatment and just continued to play on it. Um. So yeah, maybe like, maybe it hinders his mobility a little bit, but he's never really been the most mobile quarterback. I mean, he's mobile enough, but he's never been like you know, he's not Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, those type of situations. So, um, so yeah, maybe it hinders his mobility a little bit. I mean, Cincinnati just you know, Cincinnati is just the same for me. They, they feel like they're the same team. From last year, but they've lost a lot in their secondary. They lost their two starting safeties. So they're starting two new safeties back there. Um, and you know, they, they, they on the offense, they're pretty much the same team. You know, Mixon, mixing came back, took less money, came back for another year um to make this run. Um, and everybody seems to be on the Joe Burrow train, like thinking that Joe can just get it done. And they might have been caught. By, by this, this, by these teams. I know the teams in the division are going to be interesting. Um, What do you think about uh, Deshaun Watson? Like, what do you think he's going to be when he comes, Uh, you know, with a full off season, and you know this whole drama behind him?
0: Well, the drama is behind him. There's nobody's talking about that. It's going to be weird. Like, I look like this. I'm glad I'm not a commentator in terms of talking about how the team is playing week to week and like reporting on them. But um, he has no competition in terms of his backup. I cannot see them not starting Deshaun Watson at any point in this season and turning to Dobbs or DTR who's their rookie out of UCLA. DTR has been electric. Um he's a much he's you know it's interesting, no one mentioned how how light he is. He's only he's listed at one ninety one, he's six foot one, which is really kind of slim, which is smaller than Tua, which is smaller than uh CJ Stroud, which is smaller than uh Bryce Young in Carolina. I, if he, if, if Thompson Robinson and DTR has to go into action because Watson just isn't getting it done in like week 12 or 13, everything is going wrong. I think on offense, they'll be okay because Chubb should be able to carry.
1: Ace, there's one thing that I will definitely tell you that, you know, I don't own my own business, but if I own my own business, especially if I own the Cleveland Browns and I gave Deshaun Watson, I guaranteed every dime of Deshaun Watson's money. He if, the, if his legs are still attached to his hips, he's playing. I don't give a damn. It. He's playing every week. I don't care if he. I don't care if we go zero seventeen. He's playing every snap, and we're gonna get the first pick in the draft i am i am eking every single he is not <laughs> leaving this team without playing every single down every single i tell i tell all oh, the man. i tell the backup quarterbacks like it's not your fault you're better than him but we guaranteed this dude's contract he's gonna play until he can't play anymore until he he's gonna have to crawl off this field he's untradeable right field.
0: like he's untradable. He's
1: a, he's a, th- th- i mean and he I'm has sure five more years good. to go correct yeah I'm, or four more yeah, years i'm sure that I'm sure that they could trade him if they wanted to, right? But they, yeah. they gave him like a million dollars last year, right? So he's All got like two hundred and twenty-nine million is backloaded onto these next four to five years of his deal. Hmm. So hmm. you could probably trade him, but who's gonna trade for that? He's good. I mean, I know who and if you cut him. If you cut him, you eat literally every dime. He still gets that money. So if you cut him, it doesn't matter. He's gonna two, get every dime of his money. So the
0: two most problematic playing. teams in the league
1: and that is the commanders and the cardinals. They play them. they play them right now. Maybe well the cardinals you know cuz uh, Kyler Murray's you know we don't know when he's coming back and if he's going to be effective when he does. Um the commanders I mean well we'll talk about the east the the NFC east you know next week but I I you know I like Sam Howell. I liked Howell when he was in college. Yeah. So he- you know I thought he could play in college so You're muted, Ace.
0: And Joku can ball. I have faith in his receiver. So he has a good tight end in Joku. They're finally putting out there to start. They paid him all that money. Dude is a super athlete, 6'4". It feels like I'm, I'm looking at the roster, so I'm seeing the age. I, I didn't realize he was still only 27. It felt like he's been in the league for like five, six years. Um, And he's still that young. He's, he's, he's in his prime. They got Amari Cooper, 29 years old. They got Marcus Goodwin. You know, they got Elijah Moore from the Jets, uh, who I think the Jets kind of gave up on a little bit because I don't know if he didn't want to be there or he just didn't fit with what they're doing or they had guys out playing him or whatever. But they got a guy who can stretch the field with him. They got Cooper, Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones. They should be able to cover this. They should. Receivers will be open. You know, the receiving yeah. options and the weapons on offense won't be an issue. Is the offensive line going to be great? I don't know. But did he have a great offensive line when he was playing in Houston? No. No, he did not. Will he get the confidence back? I don't know. They're going to have a Wusa Kamara on defense. They have the best uh, – de- they got the best defensive head in the league in Miles Garrett. I don't mm-hmm. really know what else you need. They drafted a couple other guys. They signed some other, you know, Ronko, Sam Kamara. Like, they should be all right. Is huh. The only the only thing that's shaky is really kind of their safeties. So they gave up a lot of points last year. They were one of the few teams that did lose to the Indianapolis Colts, as bad as they were. So we will see. I don't think they'll be as bad as they were last year, but the fact that they have them being better than Pittsburgh is just amazing to me. Because
1: Tomlin, you know, those guys will run through a wall fan. So... And it sounds and all indications from just the national media, it sounds like Kenny Pickett has taken a step forward um, in terms of his development, in terms of his leadership. Um, And so I would be surprised if based on that, I would be surprised if, you know, he's not better. And as a result, the team is better because of it. So I just I just think this division is just so tough to call. Cincinnati is still obviously the favorite, you know, um, from Vegas standpoints, but. I don't i I think all four of these teams are going to end up with similar records and and just find themselves you know jockeying for position and and division superiority and again, I think the Ravens are the best bet um as it pertains and when you look at the odds here
0: offense defense
1: yeah I will say
0: in when it comes to the when it comes to the offense when it comes to the defense, I think Pittsburgh is right behind Baltimore You know, like I'm discounting Cleveland with Miles Garrett because they have a whole new secondary. Denzel Ward was hurt last year. We'll see how healthy he is. But um, Pittsburgh has Patrick Peterson. I think a lot of people are forgetting about that. They got Joey Porter Jr. So they got a veteran who's still playing at a really high level after a decade in the league. They got Mika Fitzpatrick, who I bet, you know, Miami wish they still had him after they started to tank. Um, it's really going to come down to how well Kenny Pickett can play. They got Allen Robinson. He's their third receiver. They got George Pickens, Allen Robinson, and Deontay Johnson. And they got, you know, Miles Blinken as a fourth. So we'll see. Like, they really got a lot of talent out here. Najee Harris, like, all these guys are still really young. So this team's kind of primed to, like, take off. As long as mm-hmm. and Rudolph don't ever see this field, they're okay. Any picket stays out there; they're good. No, seriously. Like when people watched watching Trubisky last year, he won a couple of games. But even like Tomlin bench was like, "We got to go with pick." Like this ain't this ain't it. I'm not losing my my yeah. you know, my streak of not having a losing season. But low key, yeah, like,
1: Trubisky's Trubisky's a, a pure backup. I can yeah, see this team winning nine weird. games
0: again. I can see this winning team winning ten games again. But I think to win this division, it may just take eleven wins, like it did last year. Eleven and six is going to win it, or twelve and five everybody keeps, I, I keep forgetting about that 17th game. I'm still thinking in 16s because I've been thinking in 16s for so long. But yeah, every team in this division may actually have a winning record, and that's why I'm 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 going to enjoy all these games. I will be watching all the Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh games. I'm Absolutely. just glad the AFS, the NFC North, don't got to play. That. Speaking of the NFC North and that wonderful transition, we have my <laughs> beautiful Chicago Bears. Your lowly Detroit Lions. (laughs) The Minnesota Vikings, who have their star quarterback from quarterback, and the Green Bay Packers, who are finally picked to finish last in terms of odds. Every team in this division is plus 140 or better. The Lions are plus 140 to win it as a favorite. Minnesota Vikings are plus 275. The Bears and the Packers are tied at plus 400, which means – even the odds makers and the money coming in is just kind of spreading it out. Nobody really knows who's going to win. This division is similar to the NFC South in that they only believe one team is going to make it out of here. And I think very possibly the NFC, the NFC East is going to, they're going to beat down each other. And I think only one team gets out of there. I don't think it's going to be Dallas and Philadelphia. I don't think it's going to be possible. I don't expect the NFC South to be as bad as they were last year. And the NFC North, is everybody's improved. The NFC West is the only team, it's the only division where we know there's going to be one team who's just going to suck that's Arizona. And everybody's going to get a chance on them. But I'm going to let you go. I'm I'm going to let you go first on this one and give you a take on these. Wins.
1: So I just did the, I just took a look at the divisions, um, the, the, plus, the plus lines. and There's four divisions where every team is plus money for the, to win it. Um, the AFC North, which we just talked about, um, uh, the NFC South, which we also talked about a few uh a few weeks ago, uh, the AFC East, which we'll talk about next week, and the NFC North. And and in all four of those divisions, the thing that stands out about all four of those divisions is there's no clear answer. There's no clear uh dominant team. Now And the NFC North is just the it's it's I think the 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 elephant in the room with the major question um for this for this division. In my in my mind, who will be the best quarterback in the division at the end of the season? Like that's literally it. Um, for what, 18 years it was Aaron Rodgers, or, or 14 years because he didn't play his first four, right? For 14 years it was Aaron Rodgers. For you know, 15 years before that, it was Brett Favre. So Green Bay's always had the best quarterback in the division, and that was the reason why they were always either the favorites or the second favorite to win the division. Except that um, one year out of Rex Grossman, though. So I mean, like we say favorites whether they won it or not, you know, you need to hear them there. But like favored to win the division was was always because of that. And so this year, it's the same thing, right? Is Jared Goff. The, if Jared Goff is going to be able to put a put together a full season like the like the second half of the season that Detroit had that he had with Detroit last year, where he threw fifteen this, fifteen touchdowns, no interceptions, um, over the last ten games, is Kirk Cousins going to be the best version of himself for a full year, or is he like like Kirk Cousins has made me a fan of him? You know, off that Netflix show, uh, I I kind of like the guy a little bit. He's he's still he's still a you know. He's still just like a corny white guy, but I like him a little bit.
0: Still will um, like
1: an NPC. Yeah, but but I, you know, I kind of like his just just his 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 whole persona. Like he's just unapologetically himself. But you know, on the field, like what version of Kirk Cousins are we going to get? You know, which Kirk Cousins are we going to get for a full season? Um, Justin Fields. How far is the jump? How far is the leap? You know there's gonna be a leap. You know there's he's gonna be, he's going to improve as a passer, probably not as a runner. I mean, he's probably as good as he's ever gonna be as a running quarterback. He's probably not gonna get better than that. He's probably just gonna continue to have that type of production. But how big is the jump gonna be um, for, for him? If it cause if it's if it's huge, he might be the best quarterback coming out of this in, in this division by the end of the year. Uh and then finally Jordan Love, right? We just don't know what we don't know. Haven't seen the guy play. He's played some preseason, some preseason snaps. He's played some preseason snaps this year. Everybody loves him. All the Green Bay fans are basically touting that he's the next one. Um, we we haven't seen it. And even when Aaron Rodgers first played, I think the first season that he was the starting quarterback in Green Bay, he was six. They went six and ten. So it's not like that first year we probably saw it from Aaron Rodgers, but we didn't see it from the Packers. Yeah, so as a team, they didn't have you know, it together. And then all four of these teams defensively showed both levels of uh, good play and inefficiency over the course of the year. So, like, this list, to me, this division is completely wide open. This is the reason why, even though the Lions are, you know, the least, they're they're the lowest plus money, I would take them, but I think they're the bad. I would take them, but I think the best – the best odds in this division or, or the, the best play in this division is Minnesota or Chicago. Wow. I like the plus I, I look, I like Minnesota. Obviously they went 12 and four last year. So even if they regressed to some degree, you could probably see them hit hitting 10 wins um, in, in some way, shape mm-hmm. or form. Cause they still have the best receiver in they the, do. in the division. Um, Their defense, lot. their defense wasn't great, but it didn't have to be great in order for them to win 12 games. They just had to kind of eke out wins. Um, But I am willing to put money On Justin Fields Like I told you this before mm. Like when he got drafted Like I believe that Justin Fields was Top two quarterback Coming out of that draft class The fact yeah. that he fell as far as he did Was to me ridiculous Right <laughs> um, And the fact that you guys got him was whatever Like but I believe That Justin Fields in very short amount of time will be the best quarterback in this division. Now, whether that means that the bears are going to be good enough on the other side of the ball (laughs) to support him enough to get him to that point, you know, hopefully he doesn't get beaten to a pulp before, you know, he actually, before the team's good enough for it to really succeed with him. But I think because of that, the value, if he has a Lamar Jackson-esque, you know, uh, ascension, there's so much value in that play. Right. You put that down and you roll with it. Detroit, I feel like Detroit's plus money, but Detroit is almost, you're not really like years past. If you had played Detroit last year, I don't know, Detroit was probably like plus 600. Yeah. If you had played Detroit last year, that would have, that would have felt like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm kind of stealing money here with Detroit. We play Detroit this year. You're kind of giving money away. And it's really, and it, and it, because it's such a shaky division in terms of calling it, it's really scary. 'Cause Detroit could end up second. And biggest, Detroit can win nine games again yeah. and end up second in the league. In the division.
0: I look at it from this standpoint. The biggest weakness of each team and why they won't win the division is this. Every wide receiver right now in Detroit is banged up. Mm-hmm. Somehow I forgot Marvin Jones is still in that team. Marvin Jones Jr. is back on the Lions, unless they cut
1: him. Yeah, he just he just re signed. He just re signed okay, from, from Jacksonville. Got no, he, he signed he signed in the offseason when he left Jacksonville.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. He is the healthiest most experienced receiver, him and Khalif uh, Ravens. Amon Ross St. Yeah. Brown is banged up, and they're going to need him. And I got to be honest, he played really well. He played him, and Goff looked great together last year. Um, they have a couple of guys backing him, backing up Goff. Teddy Bridgewater ain't it. Hendon Hooker is not going to play this year at all. He tore his ACL. And Adrian Martinez is not someone you have to put in. I think Goff is actually a solid, like, I think he's the second best quarterback in this division. He will not, there's no way to me he, he'll out, he could outplay Cousins for a whole year, but if fields take a step forward, fields should be on the same level of him. The Bears' defensive line is horrendous. They had no sacks, they signed one guy to help them. It's all on him. So now every opposing offense knows, oh, we just got to double team him, and someone else is going to have to beat us. Who's that someone else? I don't know. Every other part of the defense is pretty good. The defensive line is awful. Wide receivers got better. The running backs got better. The Lions got better running backs. They got Jameer Gibbs and they got David Montgomery, who knows the division. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bears let him go. Dude's 26. He got four years in. He's not going to get the ball all the time. Between him and Gibbs, they know what they're trying to do. Um, The thing with, I think everything with minnesota they got worse they got worse on defense they got worse with the corners they got worse all around they still got justin jefferson patrick peterson they lost him i don't know i don't know how they're gonna cover, cover anybody they're gonna lose games last same way they did last year Kirk cousins yeah. is gonna get sacked and they're gonna give up like
1: 35 points out of nowhere Kirk cousins hot take here and folks if you can bet this go ahead and bet this i'm betting Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins is going to lead the league in pass attempts. Okay, he had 643 last year, but I don't know where that ranked, where that came and, really? came in the season. 643 pass attempts last year. He's going to lead. I, I'm predicting he leads the league in pass attempts, and Justin Jefferson leads the league in targets. I won't say that he leads the league in receptions, or but targets. That's going to be the most targeted receiver in the NFL this hmm. year. Because now there's no Thielen. And Thielen, remember, Thielen was was um cousins' like you know security yeah. blanket. Um you got Hawkinson there, but Hawkinson's probably the next best receiving you know option on the team. Jordan Addison got was the was their draft pick, and he should be pretty good, but he's a rookie. So how much can you expect from him? And who's the out of them? the game? Um Alexander Madison. Will be oh their starting running back, you know, which he was the backup for Dalvin Cook for all those years. So, yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. Enjoy- I just I just have well, a they feeling. got Jordan like- Addison. Yeah, Jordan Addison from okay, uh, Florida George State. USC. Yeah. Oh, USC. Sorry, what are you? Well, yeah, you know Pitt. what the, the He
0: transferred. He transferred from Pitt to USC. So the Pitt, and they got KJ Osborne.
1: Oh, and they got my man uh, Blake
0: Prole, father, to the USFL.
1: So there you go. So. I just feel like, yeah, Minnesota's gonna try to outscore people because their defense is not gonna be great. So, like you said, like I think you're pretty much right. Last year they won games 35, 38, 35. This year they'll lose games 38, 35. <laughs> That's basically yeah. what's gonna wanna happen, though. Unless
0: unless I don't know what I'm talking about and their and their defense got better, like they have good linebackers. I will give them that. Marcus Davenport is a baller that dude could play. But um, and a lot of them on the defense, man. You you got to show me because I'm not seeing it. I don't I don't know who your secondary is, and maybe that's a good thing for y'all, and y'all gonna have to come out and prove it. But uh the fact that Harrison Smith is still on your team as a safety, he's 34 years old, and I believe he got cut from uh, you know, Kansas City for a reason. Their offensive line did not improve, so they got a hedge fund guy as their GM. We will see what he's doing in terms of, you know, he's trying to manage the money, play a little money ball here, but I think that's why they got rid of Dalvin Cook. See one of those resources elsewhere? So let's see if those resources elsewhere come through. Because if he's wrong, they're going to be real wrong and they're going to be down bad. I like the odds on Chicago, but I'm going to be honest. If Detroit won the division over Chicago because they win a game in, in the Dome and then they somehow sweep Minnesota and Chicago ends up splitting with Minnesota, I won't be shocked. Chicago, the odds on Chicago are good. I don't see how Green Bay gets better on defense. I see them getting better on offense. I'm going to go. With my, I'm going to be a home. I'm going with the Bears. I, I would make the bet on the Bears. I'm going to bet on the Bears. I'm actually going to put a bet on the Bears to win this. I'm going to ten, ten,
1: yeah, put 10 down. I think Detroit's going to win it. I just don't think the money's good on them. I don't think this money is great. Plus 120, 130, 140. That's not great. You gave me plus 200. I'd jump. I'd be saying be jump it. all over yeah. it. I'd say jump all over it because you know, that's two to one on your bet. You know what I mean? Like that's to me, that's great. Um. Plus 140. Bears. That's. I will say. I'll take, cool. four to, I'll take four to one on the Bears. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. The Bears are doing you something know. interesting on offense because they they're the only team that I've seen so far that has two fullbacks. Yeah. I don't know if Burns is actually going to make the final roster. Maybe he will because he plays special teams as well. But you can't have too many big running backs. Both of these dudes are like 230, six foot, five, 11. And they got Donta Foreman. I have a lot of faith in rookie, the Roshad Johnson. But that defensive line, man, like y'all, y'all really not giving me too much hope. Like, y'all really not giving me too much hope.
1: <laughs> well, didn't but, they sign a bunch of guys? Like, didn't they sign at the the guy from Buffalo and Jermaine Edmonds from Philly. is a linebacker. And Philly. Philly didn't they get the guy from yeah, Philly? Yeah, TJ too? Edwards. And yeah, they got, T.J. They, got Edwards. they got good linebackers.
0: That's not the that's not the defensive line. <laughs> that's not the defensive line, dog. Like they're playing a three-four. So unless I'm mistaken and they're playing a four three, they're playing a three four, I believe. Oh wait. I think they're playing a, I, I think they're playing a three four because they have a lot of guys that I believe are like three techniques, but I couldn't be they got Yannick Ngakwe and they just signed him like two weeks ago. So we will see. They got Ngakwe, they got Dominique Robinson from last year, Travis Gibson, who always looks good in the preseason and then doesn't do much, and Gervon Dexter from last year. Ah most of these guys are improving except for Ngakwe. So if is that dude, which he has been, you know, he's got a couple of eight, nine, ten, sack seasons. But if you know on a team like he's gonna be Max Crosby good. He's gotta be fighting through double teams having dudes come after him. The offensive line was middle of the road last year as long as they keep getting better and better and better, I think they'll be able to protect fields and now they got some receivers to throw to, so it's a awesome, toss-up, but I don't like the fact that your team can't get no pass rush and I'm supposed to be betting on you to win this. <laughs> but don't, the team with the best defensive line is Detroit, and I think that matters more nowadays, especially during the regular season with showing what Philly did. You know, so, but I'm still going with my Bears. Um, I don't think there's yeah. anything else to talk about with these two divisions. AFC, AFC North is the best division of football, hands down. Um, I'm actually becoming more a fan of just watching those games because it's just so damn entertaining. It's like watching the Big 12 game in college football. You know it's going to be a shootout. I watch college football for points, and I watch the NFL for defense, and that is the most defensive. Like, when they fumbled that ball in the playoffs and then Cincinnati just ran it down to score, you knew it was over. And, like, they were going to win that game without Lamar Jackson. And I was like, oh, he's never going to get his money. If they want to play a playoff game without him, they really might talk themselves. And I mean, how much more than 200 do you need? But now he got that contract. He has some real weapons around him. I'm might, for him. i might to see Joe Burrow play. i might to see that division. The only team I'm not rooting for is Cleveland. Hope they lose. I hope they go four and uh, 15. That's even possible. I don't even know. Four and 13. I,
1: I want I, – I'm not rooting for them – but I am rooting for Amari like Cooper? Miles Cooper. I, I want Garrett I
0: want, to leave. I want Amari Cooper on my team. I want Miles Garrett to not get paid because they ain't got
1: no money left. And Let the Bears pay it. We got some money. Yeah, I we got. I some want Miles money. Garrett to leave. I like I, Miles Garrett is is he's I love watching him play. I, I want him to leave really soon. I also end up on the but Rams. Summer. Before I forget, uh, so Kirk Cousins was fourth last year. He finished fourth last year in attempts at six forty three. Finished behind Tom Brady. At, wow. was retired? At seven, Tom Brady threw seven hundred and thirty-three passes. I did not realize he was that high. <laughs> was high. They didn't even hand <laughs> the ball. Like <laughs> they, they never gave the ball. Didn't Dude, hand the ball up to wait, anybody <laughs> who threw more than seven thirty-three. Mahomes? No, 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 no. Tom Brady was one seven thirty-three. Okay, I was. Yeah, about he was say. one. Herbert had six ninety-nine. Mahomes had six forty-eight, and then cousins Cousins wow. had six forty-three. So Herbert had six hundred and ninety-nine. Yo, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of core workouts. <laughs> so I don't think it's, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a huge stretch, but if there's a bet out there for Kirk, I just be just because of the way that I feel like, you know, Minnesota's going to find themselves in third and long situations or, or they're going to generate offense through the air. Um, uh-huh. Especially they didn't want to pay Dalvin cook. So they're I think they, their intention is to, is to it's run possible. through the air. <laughs> um, I think Kurt is a, is a, is a good bet to uh to lead the league in, in pass attempts. So they must that's really my know something there.
0: about Matheson. I don't know. I will say this. Whenever Dalvin Cook went down, I did always pick him up. So I can't oh, yeah. sit here and act brand new. Like I didn't think the guy was good if i would put him on my fantasy team. So
1: I'm I, I I just starting
0: caliber player. So
1: yeah, I just wonder whether or not he's got, you know, 10, er- 12, 15 game starting potential, or if they have somebody that's they drafted or that they've picked, that they signed, that's going to take some short yardage. Because I, I, I've always seen Madison as a, mm-hmm. you know, fast, not between the tackles back, can catch mm-hmm. the ball at the backfield, but, you know, not the workhorse that Cook was. Um, So we'll see. Do you
0: know which quarterback threw for 2,000 yards and had the lowest yards per attempt? I'm sorry. Yeah, yards per attempt. Last year for all his completions. You know how um Tua led the league in yards per attempt? He had eight point nine yards per attempt because of all of the deep balls he was throwing to Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Who the, who started and had the lowest yards per attempt?
1: Of a starting quarterback?
0: Of a starting quarterback. We talked about the division, and no it is not um and no it is not my guy Justin Fields.
1: Oh, is it uh <laughs> But you said you talked about the division today. Yeah. It's not Jared Goff, because I know Jared talked was like about around 7.6.
0: Yes, he was. He was better than Kirk Cousins, with less attempts. Only 606 attempts.
1: Yeah. So was it Cousins?
0: No. Cousins had 7.1. Above 7 is considered good. Cousins was better than Brady and Herbert in yards per attempt. Only Mahomes was this. Only Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, who had the season of his life, And Tua were at 8 or above. Jimmy Garoppolo was at 7.9. Ryan Tannehill was at 7.8, which is amazing to me. And Kenny Pickett was at 6.2. Wow. And he threw
1: 300 passes. Well, he didn't start right away. No. Right? He wasn't starting right away. And I wouldn't be – I don't think he came on – in terms of, you know, productivity until later in the season, after he had gotten the job and they were running a lot with Harris and and you know in that that group, um, he also doesn't have. I mean, last season's team. I don't know about this year, but last year his team, his best receiver was Deontay Johnson, and he's not a possession guy. He's he's a he's a go get it deep, you know, type of dude. So. Yeah. But I, I don't think the offense skated
0: very well, Tim. Can you pick it through more passes last year than Justin Fields and had less total yards? That's all I'm saying. So pay attention to that.
1: Wait, total yards, total passing yards? Or total, total passing yards, yards and
0: yards yeah. per attempt. Fields had okay. seven yards per attempt. He only threw 318 passes. and Oh, he had 200 more yards. Uh, pick it through 389 passes. 6.2 yards per attempt. Just saying. Even Lamar Jackson didn't play a full year at 6.9 yards per attempt. Talking about only he throws the short passes and check downs. So that's something to pay attention to, yards per attempt. How many deep balls you get out, how many intermediate passes are you throwing, all of that stuff. Uh, I'm going to get started with our shout outs. We're about to sign off. Shout out to the U.S. men's basketball team. Shout out to the New York Liberty for winning the Commissioner's Cup. Um, I want some money on y'all. I'm proud of them women. They're doing their thing. They need to be talking with the WBA more and ESPN. They're already trying to push them aside for what be sorry, week zero NCAA football games. Don't nobody give a damn about Notre Dame playing Navy in Ireland. I don't know (laughs) who's putting money behind this, but we all know that they're going to get rocked. It is what it is. For the college football junkies, they're going to watch. New Mexico State, shout out to them, finally getting on primetime playing UMass somehow. Two teams that were independents last year. Mexico State finally got themselves into a conference, so good for them. Shout out to my University of Buffalo Bullswag. I always got the beta behind me. I expect y'all to win the MAC division and mess up Toledo's year. And, um, you know, shout out to the NBA playoffs, what I'm looking forward to in the NFL season. The league. Oh, and shout out to Sha'Carri Richardson, finally getting a gold medal for the U.S. and uh, shutting down the haters. I really,
1: really enjoyed seeing you win that. Fastest woman in the world. I'm out. Yeah, you took my last one, Shakari Richardson. I I really enjoyed that. Um, just just enjoyed her story, right? You know, coming from the Olympic situation and everything that happened there, and you know her being you know kind of um, clowned a little bit uh, to to where she is now. Um, it shows that you know stick to it. This is something that I tell my kids all the time. You stick to it. Something that you love, you stick to it. And the hard work will show out at some point. Hard work will show out eventually. And you'll get an opportunity to do it. And that's why we keep doing this show, by the way. You know, keep sticking, keep doing it, keep putting it out there. Uh, eventually, the hard work will get found. Um, so shout out to her. Um, shout out to the San Francisco 49ers who finally realized that Trey Lance can't play and they got to trade you. Like, like, shout out to the 49ers for finally realizing what everybody else realized um that they traded up to get this guy they can't they can't do anything with him and tr- trust me like if 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 um Kyle Shanahan can't fix you like Kyle Shanahan is like he took Brock Purdy who's and and made Brock Purdy into a you know a passable damn near star quarterback if Kyle Shanahan can't fix you your career's probably done so Trey Lance so shout out to Trey Lance maybe he can go play baseball I mean sure he's got a good arm um maybe he maybe he can play baseball somewhere <laughs> um, shout out to Jonathan Taylor. Um, this whole situation with him and the Colts, and, and you want him on the Bears. The- by the way,
0: just interrupting. Want him on the Bears. Yeah, sign him now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but shout, shout out to him for you know standing 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 on his ground. I mean, hopefully this works out for you. It did not work out well for Le- Le'Veon Bell when he did it a few years back. Did not work out for the running backs that held out. Uh, earlier this season, Saquon Barkley wind up signing. I believe Josh Jacobs is gonna wind up signing at some point in time very soon as well. Um, because they're not gonna trade the, the Raiders are not gonna trade him. Um, yeah, folks are bearing down, teams are bearing down on this. So, you know, I don't think it's gonna that's going nothing's gonna change, change very soon. Um, at least not until the next CDA. And I think that's not coming up for a while. So um, but shout out to him for sticking to your guns. Um, shout out to James Harden. Shout out to James Harden for, look, say what you want to say about James Harden, the player. Say what you want to say about his commitment to the teams and all of those things. But if the man lied to you, shout out to you for putting it on front street and blasting him and not just blasting him, but blasting him in China where you know no one likes the guy. Okay. Like no one over there likes him after what he said about China and about the whole um that whole situation with his tweet when they when he was with Houston so you know he picked the right place James Harden picked the right place to go to to uh you know to 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 speak his speak his grievances and then he doubled down on it like saying it twice saying like hey that guy's a liar I'm never going to play with him and then going to say I repeat myself that guy's a liar and I'm never going to play with him like who does that so shout out to James Harden for having the balls to do that. I know you're hundred 100 k lighter in the pocket because of it, but whatever. Shout out to you for going ahead and, and and doing it. And hopefully you get what you want. Hopefully it gets you traded, and it leads to Joel Embiid getting traded. Um, after that, because to the Knicks, they're still cool, right? They're still cool. Um, and I think that was it. I think that was the only the only shout outs that I had this week. Um, obviously shout out to the NFL getting ready to go into start of the season. We got fantasy drafts coming up in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, shout out to all of the people that listen to this show that are getting ready to set up your fantasy teams. Um, I, I'm hoping to get some, give you guys some fantasy advice um, but between myself and Ace and Ant. We we all play fantasy football pretty heavily. So we we could be giving you guys some fantasy advice as we review the games. Uh, heading into the games week over week. So shout out to you guys for you know sticking it out and rocking through another year. Uh, we'll see you there. And that's it. Listen to us on Podbean, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts,
0: wherever you get all your podcasts. We're on Spotify. Please follow our sponsors, like and subscribe. Um, shout out to our sponsors, the Sheets and Giggles promo code Uptown, 20% off all your orders on free shipping. Anything over, I believe it's $75 or more. And we will see you next week. We out.